Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering Night of the Demons, which came out in 1988. Yes. It was yet another listener request. We were catching up in, like, in bulk. Yes. <laughs> but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So, today, I am drinking... Yet again, the Republic of Tea, because I'm going through the holiday assortment still. And I'm drinking the Red Velvet Chocolate Tea. Has rooibos beetroot bits. Interesting. Sweet blackberry leaves and natural chocolate and vanilla flavors. And I am drinking Republic of Tea's Calm Focus. Yes. It is the green tea with peppermint, lion's mane, and lemon. So let's see here. It's a good one. Green tea, organic peppermint, organic lion's mane mushroom extract, and organic lemon flavor. Honestly, I drink that tea when I'm starting to wind down my caffeine intake because I cut myself off at 2 o'clock. And so normally at like 11 to noon, that'll be my last cup of tea. Well, because it it can impact your sleep. Yeah, but 2 o'clock's when I need it the most. That last push of the day. Well, we also have a slightly different sleep schedule. We do. Uh, So maybe my two o'clock is your like three or four o'clock. Maybe five or six. But you for caffeine. Anyways, (laughs) you're you're technically if you have caffeine, I think it's either six hours or eight hours before you go to sleep, then it can impact your sleep cycles. By no ass. Um. Not if the caffeine is your blood. <laughs> not if you've infused it in your body. <laughs> you are nothing but caffeine. It is the lifeblood. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, for our tea suppers out there, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for Night of the Demons, I guess luckily it's a very simple storyline. Oh yeah, they a group of teenagers goes to this abandoned mortuary, and they be sure to note that there's an underground river, and so it's on Halloween, and they're having a party, and they're like, "Oh crap, the house is possessed by demons," and so the demons are possessing them one by one, killing them off. Until Halloween ends and the sun rises and since they crossed the river, like the demons were having trouble following them and then the sun came up and then they go kablooey. <laughs> they burned. They burned up. But anyways. Yep. So entertainment. <laughs> you know, okay, okay. We have been discussing whether or not to get on TikTok, but you know it'd be kind of funny if we had like Alyssa's summaries horror movie summaries and it's just like me being like they went to the house and everyone kablooey <laughs> like, 
Like that would be funny. But anyways, entertainment. Let us let us guys know what you think of that. <laughs> Can we please get on entertainment? I'm getting on it. If you just gave me two seconds, I've given you five minutes. <laughs> It hasn't been five minutes. Oh my god! Get Anyways, on entertainment, woman. <laughs> so entertainment. Get even with you today. Uh, <laughs> I would give it a four point five, and uh, the reason being is a five for me is a movie that I can like give or take. Like it's not really going to add to my life to see it, but it's not going to make me suffer if I watch it. This movie was kind of borderline on um, being a little hard to watch through. It It's hard to explain. It, well, like, I guess one, one of the reasons is hardly any of the characters are likable. There's like one guy that is kind of likable. But even he's, like, I'm kind of on the fence about. And then, surprisingly, so many horror movies have the issue where they make the story too complicated and that takes away from the movie. But in this case, I feel like it was the opposite problem where it was too simple of a story. Because essentially they just set you up with the story in the first, like, 30 minutes of it. And then the rest, it's like... And then the rest, you're like sitting, it's almost like sitting on a ride and watching these characters slowly get killed off. It's like, I don't know, I didn't really have any motivation to have a desire for any of them to make it. Because it's like, that's why it's so important if you're going to have a movie where there's like survivors and stuff like that, you have to make sure that the characters are likable. So that way when... Someone that you like dies or one of the characters you like makes it. It helps you feel that tug of emotions throughout the movie. But with this, it's just like you don't really care. There's no impact. Yeah. You're you're literally just watching the movie just to see what happens. It, it, it's literally for me, it's almost like one of those uh, the dark rides or whatever where it's like you're you go through like this dark area and you see like these things pop up to me it's what it felt like because it didn't really feel i wasn't engaged like a typical movie but yeah um, it it does feel a little like um like a haunted house like you're watching people run through a haunted house yeah, and since you don't know them, you don't really care what happens. Yeah. You just want to see what happens. With most of them, you're just kind of watching to see how they die. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, and there's also a lot of really strange scenes. Like the scene where, I forgot what her name is, but it, she dresses up as a, in a black wedding dress, I think it was. So she's yeah. like a, a dark bride or something. But she, like, dances when she gets possessed for a really strangely odd amount of time. And then it's like her dress slightly changes. Yeah. Just just for aesthetics in the scene, they changed how her dress is. It was a lot more wispy, and there was a lot less to it. And then the next scene, after she's done dancing, there's a lot more satin, and there's, like, more substance to the dress. 
Yeah, and so it's like the movie is boring, weird, and not not that enjoyable. I mean, maybe somewhat enjoyable pieces here and there, but not enough to be worth it watching for me. So, yeah. Um, and the thing is, is there's so many movies like this movie. It's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, they they should totally fix it and it'll be like a great movie. It's like there's so many movies saturated in this genre that I don't think it's necessary to have another one. But I, I, I feel like if if they had a lot more likable characters, if the if there's a lot more tension built in the scenes and a part of that is building likable characters but also i think another reason why the film seemed very boring is there were a lot of calm tense calm tense and i know we've watched movies like that before where every time they don't really have that much of a climax it's like calm tense calm tense and then it just like goes me just a little bit higher it's like you don't you it makes it seem forever it felt almost like a kid version of the ride at six flags the judge roy scream yeah because it just goes up and down but after a while you're just sitting there waiting for it to be over <laughs> yeah yeah like this is nothing new that's and the special <laughs> effects, like, they obviously put care into the special yeah. effects. So they they definitely had, they were onto something, but it just lost focus. The story kind of fell a little short. Yeah, it, it just kind of like after people start getting possessed, the it just starts falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it would have made it really interesting if the demon transferred... So they didn't know all the time who it was in. Kind of like the thing, but with demons. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. But instead, it's like, I want to see how many I can possess in one night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by kissing them a lot of the time. <laughs> a lot of the time, yeah. I'm like... Or killing them and then possessing their meat suit. Yeah. That happened a lot, too. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just kind of a meh movie. To me, I would have been fine if I had never watched it ever. And it's not one of those movies that I'm like, oh yeah, you should watch it at least once. It's kind of one of those movies where it's like, if you just want to watch an off-the-wall horror movie that's not necessarily great, but isn't so bad that it's funny, then this is an option. <laughs> so... I am thoroughly in the meh category for this one, too. Like, it's... So, the the sipper that recommended this to us, I, I actually know them. And I feel a little bad <laughs> for being, like, meh with this movie. But I don't have the nostalgia glasses. <laughs> because we've never seen this movie before. Yeah. And... I mean, movies always mean something different when you have attachments to them. Oh, yeah. We just don't have those attachments. And this one... We also didn't grow up in the 80s, so we don't no. have the complete context either. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a very straightforward storyline. It's 
I don't know. I feel like we've seen it a hundred times, honestly. It's a very cookie cutter concept. It is. It is. Um, I know it probably meant something different since it was sort of one of the first to come out in a way. It was in that same era, but it came across more as white noise to us. The effects were decent. I mean, they weren't horrible or anything. They were they were decent. Um, I had some questions, though, about how some of the things worked, and we'll get to that in the realism, of course. <laughs> but it comes across almost as a B-movie. And yeah. what's funny is, thinking about it, I think I might have seen a remake of this movie. I don't know if it was called the same thing, but it was the same kind of premise, and I vaguely remember liking that one a little bit more than this. Like, the the concept of the house being possessed is a little bit different, but the demon still ended up possessing the people. Yeah. Like, it would have been neat if they actually made the house... It could, it could easily, easily be, like, a psychological mm-hmm. thing, where it's, like, doors kept on locking or unlocking, corridors kept on changing. It's, like, they could have really had the demons like fuck with the people mm-hmm. and then maybe after they die the house like consumes them and then possesses the person it's like if you're gonna say that a house is possessed make the house possessed yeah that's just me yeah um i think the main issue that i had wasn't necessarily just the the story itself being kind of done um it was more the characters <laughs> were basically legos they were completely yeah. interchangeable. I yeah. didn't know the difference between a few of them. I kind of sort of rooted for the preacher's kid just because he seemed the less stupid one of the bunch. And the last, uh, the least uh, assholey. Yeah. He seemed like a somewhat decent person. He was just kind of like brought along for the ride. And when they started talking about like seances and stuff, he's like, nah, I'm not about that. He didn't, like, leave altogether right then, but he should have, <laughs> but when they were doing it, he just kind of stood off to the side, didn't really join in or anything, didn't look into the mirror, nothing like that, and then afterwards, when stuff started to get a little bit weird, he's like, all right, I'm out, <laughs> but then they didn't do things that would have made sense after that, and it just kind of spiraled from there. Um, the main girl, I know they try to have you root for, but she's just so blah. Yeah, she she's very much the damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. I just know she she dressed up as Alice. Yeah, but she so, she almost climbs into a crematorium. Uh, yeah, if that gives you any indication of how... She's like a door! Maybe we can get out! I'm sorry. You're in a mortuary, and this is a very obvious crematorium And door. she made the gas pipe Halfway like a flamethrower, which <laughs> we'll get into in the realism. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get into that. But it's... <sighs> it just didn't make that much sense, honestly, so... Nope. It was alright, and I'm not like, disappointed that I watched it or anything. I'm just kind of neutral about it um i feel like it's how dare you that's been oh man all over your white hoodie i spiggly spooched how dare you wasted tea my hair will cover it this Ah. is not how we spill the tea madam (laughs) sorry (laughs) it'll never happen again oh it will i'm sure oh yeah but (laughs) 
it I, like I'm not disappointed I watched it. I'm just neutral about it. I wouldn't mind having it on in the background while I was doing other tasks. I'm just probably if it was on again, I wouldn't be paying that much attention to it personally. So, it's all right. We've definitely seen a lot worse. Yeah. Whole lot worse. Yeah, it's just kind of a, a it's just kind of a, a dull crayon, I guess you could. <laughs> it call fades it. into the background. Yes, but it's not like a terrible movie. It's just, eh. yep. That's all I got for entertainment, though. All right. So. Well, for realism, I always talk. Anyways, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. For realism, I would give it a one point five, and the reason being is just. Well, nitpicking a few, well, one particular point, even before the movie really begins, is the lady that is in the black wedding dress. She steals from a convenience store by her friend showing her underwear to the cashier clerks. But for how long she's standing there being like, oh, look at my underwear. And uh, like... I think even, I think anyone, no matter how attractive they are to that person, would be like, oh, this is kind of sus. <laughs> like, oh. Um, and then plus, like, she was the, she was so obvious with it. She was just, like, grabbing stuff and paying in her bag in front of other people. She wasn't going to, like, an isolated aisle. And she was just being super, and then especially when she's done, she's like, you know, like, let's go. And she is just being so blatantly obvious like even if they hadn't have seen her like physically pick up and steal the stuff they would have been like so they're doing something um and then of course just it is not even comical how stupid they made i'm gonna just call her alice the the main character that dressed up as alice they made her so dumb to the point where you get frustrated. And I hate when movies do that. It's like, it's so sca- much scarier when the main character is doing everything right and they're still getting screwed over. It's just. And yes, we're putting that point out there again. Yes. We will beat this into everyone until it actually becomes a thing. <laughs> yes. I mean, it has become more of a thing. In it the has more become a movies. little more common. It's not quite up to where I feel like it should be. And there's still a lot of stupid. Yeah. A lot of stupid. Yeah. But... A little stupid is fine. A little stupid is acceptable. We understand that stuff needs to happen for the movie to progress. But we don't need an avalanche of stupid. Yeah, like like a dumb mistake here and there. Because, I mean, if it's the first time that they're in that situation, you're not necessarily going to make the right choice every single time. But yeah, just the movie overall, just the whole package of it is not that realistic. And it didn't really make sense that I just, I just have so many. It's one of those movies that whenever it was done, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this movie. It, it, we even took some time after the movie trying to gather our thoughts. 
and still couldn't quite pin down how we felt about it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's reminiscent of when we watched Phantasm. Yeah. And we were like, I don't know what to like, think what or say about we just this watch? movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's very much the same thing. There are a lot of like, what the fuck moments, but it's not Phantasm le- level. It's just, they just went ham. Yeah, I feel like Phantasm, we were more confused about what was actually happening. Yeah. And with this one, we knew exactly what was happening. We were just, it was just so shallow. There wasn't really that much depth. Yeah, like, there's this part where it's the first girl that gets possessed. She, like, draws lipstick around her breast and then inserts it into her nipple. And then... No, it doesn't. Nothing goes with that. It's just no. What yeah, was nothing point? happened after that? I thought maybe they would make reference to it or something later, but no, no. That that was the end of it. Yeah, it's just, uh, and I wouldn't even consider it body horror. No, because it wasn't like gross or necessarily no, it didn't disturbing. Have, like, blood it's just, or anything coming from it. Yeah, it it's just, just like what it the just hell? Zoop, disappeared right into her boob. Yep, yep. But yeah. Yeah, so that, that that's was the thing that happened. That's that's my thought. <laughs> well, I'm curious to okay. know what you would say for realism. So I give it a one. We we have been on a a mind way. Oh man, I'm gonna sound so metaphysical. We've been on the same page. I'll just keep it simple <laughs> for the last few recordings. You've been very close. Yes. <laughs> So, I give it a one. Um, a lot of it just didn't make that much sense to me. Uh, the shoplifting was definitely one that we both were... At one point, I think we paused it and we're like, wait. <laughs> we just kind of looked at each other like, uh, did, do you see everything that happened here? <laughs> like, she was grabbing half the dang store and throwing it in a giant pillowcase. Like, <laughs> nobody made mention to it. No one tried to stop her. People barely even looked her way. This was apparently a common thing. And it was just fine. I'm sure she's not the only person to think of, oh, if I bring in my trick-or-treat bag, I'm going to steal stuff. Like, most stores, they know what typically people will try. And so if it's like a holiday, like Halloween, and they're like, okay, they're going to try and steal stuff with a trick-or-treat bag. Yeah, just... But she took half the damn store. She did. It was... That's a full bag. It was a full bag. And then she decided to dance in the corner to let her friend know, okay, I'm done. Let's go. Yeah. Just like, hey, look at me. It didn't make that much sense, honestly. You'd think they'd find some other way of letting the friend know, let's let's get out of here. (laughs) A little more subtle. But no, this is fine. Um, so when they're locked in the house and all the doors are closing, not one person tries to break a window. There's a ton of windows all throughout the house. Some of them do look boarded up. Yes. But there's a whole bunch of others that are perfectly intact and not one of them tries to break it until like the very end when the preacher kid just kind of yeets himself through it. In a last-ditch effort to not be killed. Yeah. And then he's super surprised when he's alive. 
Yeah, that was really weird. Like you're like, oh my god, I'm alive. It's not like you fell down a great distance off a cliff or anything, dude. You just went through a window. <laughs> you're fine. It's like, yeah, you might get cut, <laughs> but why would you assume you're gonna die? Yeah, I don't know if he just expected to rebound off the window back into the room or what. But it was it was kind of interesting there, and a couple others had been like thrown out the window at different points in the movie. But they never, like, try to break the window to get out of the house that's trying to keep you in. And that just doesn't make that much sense. They're not trying very hard to get out of the house. Like, they try a door, maybe two, and then they're like, oh my god, we're stuck here, and then decide to go further into the house. Or, like, the brick wall? Yeah. Yeah. They're just running around the house where demons are trying to kill you. So, that works. Also, I'm not an expert, but that pipe flamethrower, um, pretty sure that's a no. Like, she yanked on that pipe and it extended somehow into the room. Yeah. Like, there was way more pipe than there should have been. It did not make any kind of sense. You can't bend a pipe straight. No, that's not how that works unless she's somehow Supergirl and can bend metal. But no, also pretty sure there had been a lot of gas that had leaked into the room as well before she even lit it. So, but there was not like a poof right in front of her or anything or around her. No, no, just going to shoot straight out in a jet because it's convenient. Pretty sure that's not how that do. Again, not an expert, but I have a strong feeling that's not how that do. Well, I mean, there's... (laughs) Issues of gas leaks and houses blowing up all the time. You never hear about a house fire because the gas, like, made a flamethrower through. It's just... Yeah. No, it... It It goes boom. Yeah, it's like, it feels... It's like... It fills a space. Yeah, it's like a cloud that, like, fills up the space and then... Yeah. Yeah. A little bit will dissipate in the air... And that makes sense. That's fine. But it was going for a little while. Yeah, before before she lit it. So, and yeah, the whole room wouldn't have been filled with it by then. I'm not saying that. But there still would have been a little something, I feel like. And not just one straight jet. Yeah. Conveniently to the demons. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe it would do like a poof and then be a street i don't possibly, know possibly i i don't know I'm not but physicist. It, it didn't seem right yeah <laughs> gut reaction was that that doesn't look right <laughs> so no no this is <clears throat> fine though they're also out all night for a school dance like the mom she told the mom that she was going to a school dance yeah And presumably others probably told their parents that as well yet there's no like Search parties looking for them. There's no cops roaming the streets or anything going around. Nothing like that. They're just walking after it's all over back toward where they live. And, like, yeah, they had a really crazy night, but otherwise it's all good. <laughs> no, that that just didn't seem right to me either. I also want to know how the coffin chopped off an arm. When the big dude was slamming the coffin lid down on that one guy's arm. I was wondering about that, too. I I guess, like, worst case scenario, if the force was strong enough, it would just crush the bone and the flesh. 
but not actually like sever yeah, it maybe it i mean it might after a while but it really depends on the coffin i would think and it how it's structured and how it's structured <laughs> <laughs> and um it just again it's one of those things that seem just off enough that cuz normally caskets are padded yeah to but, make everything I mean, the, airtight. The other structure and everything around it, though, it just, it seemed a bit more blunt than what would be needed for that, but. Yeah, agreed. Well. And we didn't see him, like, pulling at the arm, trying to rip it off after. It was just, like, he he just was done after a while slamming it down. Well, plus, like, I feel so. like the guy might have had sometime before the demon was doing its onslaught of the casket to like move his girlfriend's body to prevent it from closing possibly but i mean he he was panicked and in shock and i just chalked it up to him being stupid honestly yeah. so you know not very strong survival instinct i guess but whatever um and then my next complaint has to do with the wall around the place. And there, there's just three things involving that wall that I have <laughs> questions about, honestly. So, first off, why didn't either of the two that tried to leave decide, alright, well, we've walked around it twice and there's suddenly no gate. So, I'm leaving. Like, one way or another, I'm leaving so I'm going to climb this thing and, and leave. Yeah. But they don't attempt that. The The preacher's kid is like, I'm going to keep looking. And the other girl's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> or gets grabbed. We don't know. She just ends up dead, like being tossed onto a car. Yeah, that point. was weird. So, you know, whatever. She was one of those background characters that I don't remember very well anyway. So Yeah. But not one person tries to climb the wall until the end of the movie, in which there's some barbed wire wrapped around pegs that are going up the wall. And this is where we find that they are clearly, I mean, if the rest of the movie before wasn't enough evidence, this scene right here tells us that these people are not Ravenclaws. And instead of using the pegs, of which there's ample space jutting out from the wall to grab onto and climb up to the top of the wall, they grab the barbed wire to pull themselves up. Ouch. To try to get over the wall. Yeah. It's an ouchy scene. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, watching the idiocy of them trying to climb up this wall using the barbed wire. And it's just not working very well. <laughs> But I also wonder, when the guy falls off the top of the wall when he's trying to help the girl, how does he get back up to the top of the wall if he needed some kind of assistance to get up there in the first place? But suddenly he's up on top of the wall again and reaching over to grab her arm to help her back up. So, That's a good point. Didn't think about that. Like, it's a decent height, you know? I mean, and if he's got the super legs... To jump that high, even just to kind of grab the edge and pull himself up. Why didn't he do that in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I got questions. But that's why I give it a one. <laughs> so, that's that's what I got. Yeah. I'm done with this movie. <laughs> huh? I'm done with this movie. 
Yeah, it, it's just a very blah movie. It just, there's not really a lot we can add. And it's dark. Like the lighting in the movie, it's just so dark. You can barely tell what's going on half the time. I could tell the majority of the yeah. time what was happening, but it, it definitely was on the darker end. But, yeah. um, yeah, I guess in wrapping it up, it's one of those movies that I don't think that our listeners will probably get anything from it. But if you're in the mood for a horror movie and nothing... You just kind of want a background good, thing. Yeah, on. you want a background thing, then, then give this one yeah. a shot. Now, for those of you that really, really enjoy this movie and have, like, a lot of nostalgia glasses with this movie and everything's all rosy with it, please let us know if maybe we're missing something. Maybe we don't get the depth that you see. We want to know. <laughs> we just might have missed a lot of glaring things that, to be fair, it was fairly early when we watched it. Yeah. But yeah, context is everything. And I mean, of course, no, whether or you love the movie or hated the movie, we just love hearing your guys' input. Yeah. We do want to make this a conversation that we can go back and forth so that way we can... Um, we want to make it a discussion. Yes, we want to make this a horror community after all. <laughs> but thank you for uh, joining us today. And please comment on what you thought of the movie. Shout out again to Brenda vs. the Evil Dead for recommending this movie. Thank yes, you again. Thank you. And we will be doing another one of your recommendations for the next time. Yes, the Slumber Party Massacre 2. Yes. And then if you would like to uh, recommend a movie or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and <laughs> most places you can listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring if you'd like to support us monetarily. All of those sites and everything mentioned will be linked down below, as well as the tea selections and things like that. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.